Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Hi, I'm here with Bram Pasalakwa, Director for Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy. And today we are talking about mental health. And I was wondering, Brant, if you could tell us a little bit about how a yoga therapist's approach to mental health is both different, but also complementary to sort of mainstream approaches to mental health. Well, I think the, the first thing to kind of outline might be um, what we're working with in terms of mental health as uh, yoga therapists versus like what a, uh, a psychiatrist or psychologist might be working with. So, um, you know, traditionally, I guess, or standard of care, right, is you go to a mental health professional and um, you talk to them and you work through their problems. That's like one part of it. And then the other part of it might be, um, you know, maybe strategies you use, you know, in your own life born out of that. And then I think the probably most popular third component uh, would be um, drugs and, you know, drugs that help you um, change your cognitive situation a bit. Um, so that's that sort of standard of care. And then we have yoga therapists, which are, um, you know, still looking clearly at the same person, but our assessment and our practices are quite different. So um, what we might do is uh, take a look at someone and uh, sort of evaluate them or assess them um, through our model. And that would lead us to doing physical things uh, to help their mood, say not, you know, for like cardio, but <laughs> um, to change, uh, you know, their mood states or stabilize their mood. It might have us doing uh, breathing practices, again, to do the same thing. Um, or possibly change like their nervous system situation. Um, and then also uh, maybe chanting or meditation techniques uh, to bring the person um, into a process where uh, not only would their brain physically change by creating different neural pathways, but also a uh, discovery process for the person themselves so they can have more insights into their situation and maybe make some changes that they wouldn't have thought of before. So in a way, you know, it's completely complementary because we're not working, you know, with the same kind of techniques. Um, so people usually get different results from yoga therapy and certainly in our school and in my practice, I've seen people get really good results by using the two together. When you're working as a yoga therapist with someone, you know, obviously you're not necessarily diagnosing them with anxiety or depression. Um, could you talk a little bit about what you've talked about with assessment? What, is, what does that look like? Is there a, a you know, particular construct that you'll go to when it comes to you know, mental health? Yeah, so so we see things slightly differently than um, like the Western medical system would see them. 
So on the Western medical side, someone might have anxiety or depression, say. Um, on our side, uh, we use an Ayurvedic model. Um, and in our school, uh, we use this doshic model where we will kind of look at the Western piece, but then also match it with this Ayurvedic model. And then from there, uh, that will lead us to the practices we give any individual. So um, one person with anxiety uh, might get you know, a slightly different set of practices than another based on that assessment. Um, so in that way, we feel like we're much more specific uh, because we're really looking at the individual and saying, well, these practices have been shown uh, to bring more balance to minds of other individuals that have a sort of similar assessment, you know, from our point of view. Right. So if I'm a mental health professional and I'm, you know, interested in, um, you know, incorporating some of these techniques, it's maybe not enough to, you know, teach somebody kind of a, a regular, uh, you know, something you might have learned in a yoga class, you probably need to go a little bit further and have the ability to choose, you know, applicable breaths or applicable movements or meditations based on, on a construct. It's not, you know, just enough to say, oh, you know, everybody try this breath. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of course, you know, many, many people have gotten benefit from going to yoga class, right? We're not going <laughs> to, people go to yoga class, they're, they're experiencing a lot of anxiety in their lives and they say, oh, yoga has made me less stressed. And so in that way, it's great. Um, but that is just like the tip of the iceberg in terms of really what yoga techniques have to offer individuals. So the assessment is key. And I will say, you know, a lot of those classes are not appropriate for a lot of the people in them. And if we're talking mental health, you know, uh, example I could give is somebody probably who's uh, suffering from really intense anxiety um, and having panic attacks and then shows up at their local yoga studio and takes a, a hot yoga class, like probably that class based on our assessment techniques isn't gonna match them. So, um, and it's not the hot yoga class's fault that they're in the wrong class and it's not the person's fault they're in the wrong class, right? It's just that they haven't talked to a yoga therapist who would give them specific practices that would work better for them. Um, Brian, I was wondering if you might tell us a little bit about breathing deeply's approach to mental health. Of course, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are interested in the yoga therapy field you know, they might be actually looking for a particular school. Um, if, if I'm someone who's looking to train and I'm, you know, interested in working in the mental health field or I already am and I'm looking for a supplemental skill set, why would breathing deeply, you know, be a good choice for me? I think the most uh, important distinction uh, would be the way we think about outcomes. So, um, we're always trying to get somebody where they want to go and, um, sort of from the top down in our school, you know, the most important thing is that we help someone do that as best as we can. And so we're not from like one particular lineage, one particular idea set. Um, we have a couple main assessment models we use. Um, and so our students are taught to kind of bob in between them instead of just having one of them. Um, all for the benefit of the individual in front of them. Um, 
you know, the most important thing as a yoga therapist is to really see a person as a person and not a condition. And that applies to mental health as well. So often, you know, people come to us and they're sort of pegged to someone with anxiety and depression. They might've even tried some yoga for anxiety, say, or depression, or, you know, whatever their mental health condition is. And uh, we see it a little differently. You know, we really want to know a lot about this person. We want to sort of funnel that information um, through our multiple assessment models and then also um, uh, through uh, clinical experience in terms of just looking back and seeing if there is any sort of situation that's been similar and if we've seen these practices work for other people. And we kind of put that all together in a package and give someone the best practices uh, for them. And uh, maybe most importantly, um, after we do that, you know, we're not computers. So we're in relationship with the person and, you know, we give them practices in a way we think uh, will benefit the most. And if it doesn't work, uh, our students are trained to come up with a new set of ideas and a new system. And in that way, we find a way uh, for a person to achieve their mental health goals. So it sounds like you're really approaching it from an individual level. Every client is different. Um, sometimes when you're reading yoga literature or you're, you're you know, browsing the internet and, and reading yoga articles, there tends to be a kind of a one size fits all approach to it, right? So this is the sequence you do for anxiety. This is the breath you do for depression. Um, it doesn't sound like that's necessarily what I would learn at a, you know, in a breathing deeply yoga therapy. No, you, you, you'd, you'd learn several of those ideas, you know? So of course we don't have like 800 million ideas for each individual and we have systems and assessments, but yes, um, you know, it's not like you open up yoga journal and you see yoga for depression. Here's your nine poses, right. That you're going to do for depression. Cause everybody's different and everybody's arriving at their uh, sort of mental states you know, from a dis different scenario in their system. So our goal is to bring balance to the system as yoga therapists, and we're going to work very hard uh, to look at, every, at each person and their individual circumstances, for sure. You know, when we talk to uh, potential yoga therapy students, they're always asking us, you know, how does this work? What do you really do as a yoga therapist um, when you work with a client? Um, so I was hoping, Brant, you could take us through quickly what uh, your process might look like for a client who comes in with anxiety? Well, all yoga therapy uh, would start with an assessment. So you're going to meet the person and you're going to ask them a lot of questions. Um, and the person's basically going to tell you their story. Um, so you get all the information you can on them at first, and then you're going to find out how this person is suffering and what their sort of experience of it is. Um, and why that's important for us is because we use that to assess the client in terms of what we're going to end up giving them. So one person's story, uh, mental states, et cetera, is going to be different from the next, and they might end up with two different sets of practices because of that. Um, so that's the beginning. Um, and then once we've uh, kind of done an assessment, um, we have some ideas from our training and we uh, teach the person some practices. And, and you know, those practices sometimes unfold. So maybe it might be a few simple practices the first time we meet, a couple more the second. And uh, after a little while in relationship together, we figure out a set of practices that's really working to bring that person to a more state of balance. 
And so uh, the client would do that. And um, as that kind of unfolds, the yoga therapist has an opportunity to ask more questions, get more information and maybe adjust those practices. So just a quick example, like maybe somebody's doing some physical yoga movement stuff and some breathing, and then maybe that involves in, evolves into uh, some moving and breathing and some uh, meditation techniques. And those start to work for the client. And then the client realizes through that process that those meditation techniques are really helpful. So maybe we give them more of that and less of the physical stuff, et cetera. It could be any balance. Um, but through that process, working with someone, the client ends up you know, with a practice that's very personal to them and um, hopefully achieves their goals of suffering. So it sounds like you're really drawing from sort of a wide palette of uh, different practices that you can give uh, your client along this journey. So this is something that you might you know, actually write down for them. You might write down a sequence. You'll teach them the breathing technique. You might create a video for them, but ultimately they're doing these practices on their own, right? Yeah, eventually uh, they have a set of practices that they can do on their, on their own. Um, you know, our goal as yoga therapists is uh, to get them out of our care, <laughs> right? So we want someone in, with a set of practices that uh, really helps them and they achieve their goals and, and hopefully no longer need us. So um, that's what we're moving towards for sure. Oh, it sounds like really empowering the client to take the, their health into their own hands. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about a person having agency over their own condition. Yoga therapists treat a very wide range of conditions. Yoga therapy is primarily tasked with relieving suffering and breathing deeply. We consider suffering like really wide. So you can have existential angst on one end and you could have a healing broken ankle on the other end. And we consider that all in the um, scope of practice. You know, a yoga therapist from Breathing Deeply, uh, you know, they're kind of tasked with treating the person that walks in and that person can have anything going on with them. I think the thing that might make us a little different than some programs is we kind of take the yoga all the way. So we go all, all the way into like sort of spiritual uh, conundrums and looking for purpose. One of the advantages to being a yoga therapist is that you have like a wider birth. You can work with all sorts of people. At our school, our models enable you to do that. You're expected to be able to kind of think on your feet and uh, change tactics when things aren't working. And that's all there because we want people to be effective once they're working clinically. I'm trying to teach students to think a little bit more than follow protocols. So we can work with conditions we haven't heard of. You know, sometimes we need clearance from doctors and all those things, but we can work with anything. You know, for a yoga therapist to be effective and ethical, they need to be there in the spirit of service. And that requires that yoga therapist to uh, work with people 100% in a way that has the person in front of them's goals and you know, wants and desires and perspective uh, on their minds. A great yoga therapist can help people find agency over their own health in ways that that person would like. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.